Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world or even sitting in your hammock. And here I am in beautiful Medellin, Colombia, and uh, I'm here with our guest. Our guest today is Christian Thompson, and Christian's actually a good buddy of mine. We've known each other for several years from Vancouver, BC, Canada. Christian's spoken at some of my events. I've spoken at his conference, and uh, we are uh, both dads, and we're both passionate about fatherhood, family, entrepreneurship, traveling, and much more. Uh, so I'm going to be interviewing Christian about his travels from the UK, where he's from, and what made him come over there to Canada. And we're going to be focused on search engine optimization, uh, which is one of Christian's specialties. Uh, he has a company called Marwick Internet Marketing. Uh, so we're going to uh, be giving some tips for you guys who are listening and watching all about how you can use search engine optimize, optimization to rank your website and your business on Google. So Christian, uh, tell us a little bit about your background to start off with if you want to share more about yourself for the people listening and watching today. Yeah, hi Ricky. Um, you look very comfy in that hammock, I must say. Um, so a little bit about myself, um, originally from the UK. Uh, my background is actually in the surfing industry. I was um, a professional longboard surfer for about seven years and chairman of uh, Surfing Great Britain. Um, but through that, I got really heavily involved with the marketing side of things and uh, worked for some of the bigger brands in Europe and in their uh, marketing departments and really started to enjoy the digital marketing aspect of that um, maybe 15 years ago. And um, way back in 2012, we moved to Canada. My wife's from Vancouver. So um, as the kids were getting older, we decided to um, up, up sticks and move to uh, originally Langley. And then uh, we moved to from Langley to Squamish. And we were, in, we were in Squamish for a number of years. And then this year, we've actually um, moved to our final destination, which was a, a souk in Van, uh, on the south coast of Vancouver Island to be close to the cities again, like Vancouver and Victoria, but also close to the, to the ocean and the surf at Jordan River and Sombria Beach. So. Um, the Marwick, uh, the agency is specialized in search marketing, SEO and Google AdWords, and that's based in Squamish still. We have a really cool team up there working hard to um, make our clients successful. And Marwick is one of, the f one of the few premier Google partner agencies in Canada. So it's in the short four or five years Marwick's been around, it's, um, it's grown really quickly and, and in a nice way. So. That's kind of a very, very brief, quick rundown of uh, the last six years. Sounds good. And obviously, as a surfer, or as a professional surfer, you could actually travel the world and get sponsorships and uh, make a living. And now you've actually uh, settled in um, one of the best surfing spots in the world, actually, in uh, you know Tofino area and like Vancouver Island. A lot of surfers actually go there because of the, the beautiful surf. Uh, so uh, tell us about... Uh, how was the transition uh, to normal life uh, treated you? Because obviously you were quite nomadic as a surfer traveling around the world, and now you're happily married, you have three kids, you have a, um, you have a digital marketing business. Tell us about the transition in terms of both the good and the bad, in terms of the challenges and the blessings. Yeah, um, so I guess, uh, let's put it into context. Like I, I started surfing when I was nine, and up until we moved to Canada, I would have been 30. So for those years, I, I pretty much would spend the summers in the UK or Spain earning British pounds or like the euro, and then I'd travel each winter. So um, I think I ended up working in about 36 different countries through those years. And 
it was super super fun and um i would do it again but towards the end it was um when i met Teresa and we had dylan our first son it was kind of like i felt more enriched to be able to share those experiences with um having a son or and then we end up having joel and some of the twins so so all those experiences over like the traveling on your own were, were fantastic um but now i actually find that when we get to travel with the kids that it's um it's even more fun because you're actually able to share those experiences and see them develop and learn so so the 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 transition is more that there's obviously a lot less days away from the office and the home life because the kids have school but when we do go traveling with the kids um it's more enriching rather than me going away for a six months i'd rather go away with the kids for six weeks <laughs> so that's been the biggest real shift there um and these days i have to pay for my own travel so that kind of that's that's the bad thing <laughs> times five <laughs> times five people yeah it is it is uh, obviously more expensive with kids uh, um you know as a travel blogger that it really helps us because we're able to get a lot of sponsorships for hotels and hostels yeah. and lodges and even uh, sightseeing and some transport. Um, so I'm curious to know uh, right now, uh, you're based in uh, beautiful Vancouver Island and uh, you're uh, basically still uh, working remotely. So you have an office in Squamish. Uh, and by the way, these references are to places in British Columbia, for those of you who are watching from around the world. Um, and Vancouver Island is actually uh, not on the mainland, as you can imagine by the word island, and Squamish is, is on the mainland. Uh, so how do you actually set up your business so that you're able to work remotely, uh, motivate your, uh, your crew, your team, your employees, and make sure everything functions without everything falling apart when you're, you're not there? So um, that's a really good question. I was, I was lucky with Marwick because it was, it's actually been my second business. So prior to Marwick, I um, created and ran and, and um, sold a surf travel agency that I had in the UK for seven years. And what I was able to do with Marwick when we set Marwick up, when we moved to Canada four and a half, five years ago, was to take all the, the things that weren't so great about the surf travel company in terms of actually a, a business and um, apply them to the brand new business. So it was like I'd been in the business university for seven years of real life. So from, the, from day one, Marwick was about building the processes and the systems and the company as it uh, so that it would grow on its own and like i've i view business success more about the fact that business can run itself rather than any form of like profit or any kind of like um personal kind of gratification from the business like if the business or if the company can continue to grow and prosper uh without me then that's a true sign that you've created a good business and um, I would say we're about 90% of the way there. Um, what I what I'm able to do as a as a semi nomad <laughs> is to um, support my team on a daily basis. So I, we use Slack a lot to communicate. Um, so I'm constant, like I'm training and I'm I'm helping them with questions. Um, but at the same time, the day to day business is is run very very well by the team internally at the office. Um, then what I do is I just I. By, I get a lot of clarity by not being in the office all the time. So I'm able to like think forward to like how we want to grow the business, what we're going to do for our own marketing strategy in, in the next 12 months. 
um, see any room for improvement um, that can be applied from here. And then I also, we, as Marwick is based in Squamish, which is the Adventure Capital of Canada, we have a pretty active, uh, healthy team uh, at Marwick. So we're always looking at ways, um, every four to six ways that everyone gets out of the office and uh, we have a lot of remote workers as well so we have staff in in-house and then we also have staff around bc as well so we try and get together every six weeks and, and go like rafting or fly fishing or just go do something um and we found that's a really good mix of um of to, to build a really good culture but also a successful business so i gotta ask you this so what is the 10 percent missing for it to be fully independent of christian thompson so you mentioned it's about 90% there. So what would take, what would it take for the other 10%? Yeah, so this, I'm, I'm happy to share this because this is, it's a really, I'm, I belong to a lot of um, Slack channels and Facebook groups for other digital marketing agencies around America and Canada. And it's, it's everyone has the same, seems to have the same issue and that, that's um, sales um, because people will buy into the owner's expertise or the owner's knowledge or, or their um, credentials. And so for, uh, like, we're not, we're not a like big national agency that has a massive sales team. So the 10% a lot of the time will be like in those early stages, particularly strategies is, um, is letting go of the sales side of things. So that's where, like, as, as a business that's only four and a half years old, that's where we are in our cycle. So that's where I have to um, build our sales team, which we're doing with our, uh, in association with our Google reps as a premier partner agency. They're helping us build a sales team, and, a, um, and that's where that's where the little bit that we're missing. So uh, you primarily focus on two areas: so search engine optimization and um, Google AdWords. So. Uh, maybe you can give us a quick rundown uh, for the people listening and watching who might be either business owners, entrepreneurs, digital nomads, travel bloggers, etc. Uh, what is search engine optimization? Give us a quick uh, one-on-one uh, rundown of how it works. Yeah, sure. So we uh, at Marwick we specialize in search marketing. So that basically means um, if you type in on your cell phone or on a laptop and you want to book a flight, order a pizza buy a new car, find a realtor, any of those things, we help companies um, be visible at that moment, at that time of want or time of need from that the end user. And that can be done three ways. So you can actually be first on Google in three places. The first one is to the top four placements, which are the ads. So that's Google AdWords, or some people refer to search engine marketing or pay-per-click. And then underneath that, sometimes you'll have Google Maps. So that's the second place you could be first. And then underneath all of that, is the organic listing so google's library of the internet and that's um to to perform well in that arena you need a website that has strong content uh indexes well of google is fast um, has a great user experience um so we we have a we have a process we're about 120 items that we go through we'll take a website through to uh, to to rank high um organically for the search terms that the client needs so we um, we would take a local business and we would help them achieve top placements in all three of those areas, and they they kind of feed off each other, um, from Google AdWords to SEO and for map listing. So, in a nutshell, that's what that's uh, what the team does. 
Yeah, and by the way, I've worked with Christian in the past with my own website, uh, daddyblogger.com, and he actually has an amazing program. He went through my whole website, and I was just like, oh, man, I have broken links, and then I, uh, I was not ranking well enough. And just through, like, a couple hours with Christian, uh, I was really able to fine-tune my own website. So uh, kudos to Christian for what he's doing there. Um, I'm curious to know um, how uh, people who are watching or listening who want to rank, maybe uh, they don't have the budget to hire someone like yourself or your company, what can they do alone, uh, independently, just through their own um, uh, strengths and skills in terms of writing or in terms of positioning themselves as uh, highly ranked in Google? What can they do with themselves, Christian? Yeah, so there's um, there's a few things that can be done. So the the first one is we the, the tool you were just talking about, we actually have that now on our own website on the homepage. If you scroll down, there's a, a little section that says get get a free website order so that that's that will that's a that's a good place to start because it will tell you what's wrong and what you can change and i think like your audience mostly like being a lot of bloggers um will probably be pretty um good at finding their way around wordpress and their website already so if they can take the audit they're probably there's a good chance they're going to be able to apply a lot of those things anyway um the second thing is more general and that would be thinking of your pages in terms of themes so if you are a daddy blogger you obviously have your homepage can be optimized for daddy blogger but your sub pages could also be themed out for your sub keywords so it could be dad blog or dad blog canada or um family blog you know like and try and theme out your pages so that each page is optimized for that particular keyword and it's stronger on its on its own merit it's a lot of mis uh, the biggest mistake a lot of people make is they try and optimize just one page for everything or, or a mixture of keywords. And all that does is it dilutes the strength of that page for a single keyword. Um, so that, that's more general kind of advice. And then the third thing, um, if I was to limit it to kind of free tips, would be to make sure that the website is hooked up to Google Webmasters. And just, just kind of go in there. That's like the garage for your you know your website you can go in and make sure that it's uh, indexing well make sure how many you, you got the right number of pages indexing if um, you can also set the country um, readership so if you're specifically targeting Australia as a readership you can you can set that in there and that will help rank more in Australia versus UK and so on um, so using Google webmasters uh, run a, run an audit um, whether that's through our website or anyone just so you know what what's broken and the third one is just kind of thinking about the structure of your website and how those sub pages correlate to your kind of sub keywords so not the main keyword but what are related keywords um i, I could go on for hours but they're, they're probably three good places to start and not only could you go on for hours i could ask you questions for hours because it's a, obviously a very interesting topic and a lot of people want to rank as high as possible on google so right now i'm ranked uh, pretty much number one on the search term daddy blogger so if you go there uh, people find me and that's actually been amazing for me over the last few years because i've literally got sponsor after sponsor after sponsor reaching out to me even the last uh, month or so um, Expedia, Expedia Canada, the big travel company, they reached out to me just because they found me on Google and they're like, hey Ricky, we'd like to uh, work together with you. Would you like to write an article in return for X number of dollars? And uh, I was like, you had me below. <laughs> it's Expedia. How could I say no to Expedia? And uh, you know, that's just one example, but there have literally been dozens, if not uh, dozens and dozens of examples of uh, how ranking high on Google 
has helped me as a business owner and as a blogger uh, getting sponsors. Uh, and I actually didn't, uh, I didn't do a lot of um, work on it myself. I think it was kind of a fluke. <laughs> I, I, had good, I had good content. I had good link backs. I had a lot of media coverage and stuff like that. And obviously, I have the good domain, which is, uh, I guess, um, exact, exact term search or whatever, exact yeah. name search. Um, so that all helped, I assume. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You have uh, you have the perfect storm, and you have the the domain name, um, which used to be really important. It's not so much now, but it's still good to have it. Um, you have very strong content. You're constantly blogging. Um, you will have a ton of press linking back to you, which is like high quality links, which is excellent. Um, and then you have a strong niche, like you have, you know, you've been, you've been doing it for a long time and, um, you'll have a lot of like citations elsewhere on the website referencing you. And that, that's a really good metric as well. So it's, you're not just kind of, you haven't just popped up and you have a website, you, your, your internet kind of citations will be strong too. So there you go. It was all planned from the beginning. <laughs> so Christian, uh, you know, a lot of us, um, I, I think you do and I do, uh, we get a lot of emails from people in India or Africa or the Philippines and they're saying, hey, your website's amazing, but it needs work. I've discovered so many things that's wrong with your website. Would you like us to work with you for X number of dollars? And I get these emails at least four or five times a week, if not more. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers and you as well get these emails. Um, so. Should we trust them or should we basically ignore all these emails and mark them as spam? I would ignore all of them and mark them as spam. Um, and there's a few reasons why. <laughs> yeah. One is uh, all that they're doing is that they're using software to scrape websites within a certain category, within a certain country. And then when they scrape the websites, they're pulling off email addresses and the domain name. So what looks like a very personalized email is the other end of the spectrum from that. It's just spam. Um, they, it's, it's, if you, they, they just, it, it just doesn't work. <laughs> if somebody's, if somebody's e cold calling or cold email, like the real common one is um, somebody calling you or emailing you from Google, and um, Google kind of category says that it doesn't physically outbound cool people to say they can help them do better on Google. So there's, there's actually, it's got to the point now where um, offshore companies are using a, a Californian telephone number and, and passing off as Google. Uh, so that's, that's the biggest thing is that that doesn't, that's not true. Um, and the reason like we, it's that kind of blanket cold call and cold emailing is so bad is because just like you, we get the same emails every day and every um, every week as well. We get phone calls from Google saying that we um, they can help us get on Google Maps, and they're ringing our agency. Um, so we just know that it's just it's just blanket. You know, if they send out one a thousand emails, they might get two replies. And if out of those two replies, they can keep kind of hounding you into you until somebody pays something. So um, I would, yeah, I would just ignore them. Yeah, a good, like a good a rhetorical question. I knew, I knew you would say that, Christian. Um, tell us about some of the myths. I mean, a lot of people who email or just uh, they claim that they're SEO gurus, they'll say, oh, I can do this for you to rank. Um, what would you say are some of the myths uh, regarding SEO and uh, maybe uh, outline the truth, uh, the fiction versus the facts? 
yeah that, uh, that's that's the really that's one of the worst things about this like our industry and and which is a shame because it's a pretty awesome industry um and that's the amount of nonsense that's out there and and i'm just thinking off the top of my head there's um a lot of those like cold callers and cold emails will pry on people that don't get it which is which is quite a few people because it's quite a, a big area and it's quite a hard one to stay up to date with um, but some of the nonsense that comes up, like the ranking thing, we can get your website ranked on Google within a week, um, is usually they're doing a couple of things. One is that they're either just adding the business to Google Maps, which is like anyone can do that. It's free. It's easy to do. You know, you don't need a computer degree to do that. So they um, they kind of they're, they're charging up front quite a large sums of money just to add you to Google Maps, which you can do yourself for free. So that's them ranking you on Google. Um, the second one is, uh, one of the myths is that if you spend money on Google AdWords, then your website will do well organically in Google. That's complete nonsense. They're complete, two completely different things. Um, the whole, um, like the fast and cheap doesn't exist in particular, uh, in organic search engine optimization. And like, you know, you've had good success because you've worked hard at it. You've created good press, which has created good backlinks. You create a unique, valuable content every week. Um, so that's it. There is no fast and cheap. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people, a lot of companies that are, you know, like for $100 a month, they will rank your website within two weeks. Um, so there's only two outcomes to those kind of scenarios. One is that it, it just doesn't work and you never see your $100 again. Or two, they're using uh, Black Hat SEO, which is just um, trickery or a spammy way of tricking Google, which works usually for about a month to three months. And then as Google updates its algorithm, which it does 250 times a year, it will catch out those um, computer-generated, software-generated websites and if yours happens to have had that black hat seo attached to it then your website will get penalized which means it will drop drastically through the search rankings uh, down to like page 10 or if it's really bad it will be blacklisted completely and, and it'll be de-indexed which means you then have to start all over again with a new domain name and so on um so i guess the biggest takeaway is if it's fast if it sounds too good to be true it probably is <laughs> and to stay away fast so it's it's better to do your research like get a good understanding of what it is like it, it's it's an investment in time and money and and resources it's not a it's not just something you 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 buy into once for cheap and then expects it to be expect your website to have massive coverage um that they're, they're the kind of the free main there are loads and loads more that um uh, that get that get covered um but they're the they're the free kind of main off the top of my head kind of areas where we see a lot of like misinformation awesome and uh you know i don't know if it's a myth but a lot of people say uh we don't really know what google knows at the end of the day google's uh, king of the internet or god of the internet and uh um a lot of people who are seo wizards or gurus or experts they don't really know what Google knows in terms of search engine optimization. How would you address that in terms of um, a, a potential critique of the SEO industry? Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's um, it's true. Google doesn't set out SEO best practices. It doesn't say, okay, this is what you need to do to be number one organically because it, it will do a number of things. One, it will just screw the results 
too much. Like it would just be, um, and secondly, Google changes things so much that it would be impossible to to keep up to date. So what we do as as an agency is we just we think as if we were Google, what would we be wanting? And it, it really comes down to like a few key areas, and they are uh, a website that provides really great user experience. So if you think like Google has one job, and that's to provide you with good results that uh, get you the information fast and 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 the right information. And so we look at it as if we're Google, like, okay, does does the website load really quick on a cell phone? Does it, is it easy to navigate? Are the pages indexed where they should be? Like all these kind of like more usability things, that's one area. The second area is like, is the content good? Like is the, is the meat on the bone, the actual written, is the written word strong and unique and provides lots of good information for that search term? So that's another area, like content. Um, so Google has a really good part of its algorithm that it can tell if content is badly written, if it's duplicate content, if it's just something you've copied and pasted from Wikipedia. And so that it will downgrade it because that's no use to the end user. Like if you're just, if you're, if your answers are rubbish, then that's no good to the Google user and everyone, everyone will go use Bing. So there's a user experience, there's content. Um, and then there's like another core area, which is like backlinks which I think they said um, about a year and a half ago, they, one of the, en the engineers at Google said, well, let's try, see what our search, search results look like if we exclude backlinks as a factor for organic SEO. And it just, the whole thing just, you know, they, there was websites that were all over the place that just had no, like, you know, you type in vacation and instead of like Expedia and those guys at the top you'd end up with like mom and pop shop from West Virginia and, and so on so backlinks are still a huge part of it and um, so what they've you know they all look at what kind of links how those links link to your website and so on so so while uh, going back to you know your question like while there isn't a definitive guide to what Google, what does Google know that we don't know that you don't know it's more a case of looking. Okay, well, what would what would we be wanting if we were Google? And that kind of reflects quite strongly with the gen general feeling that uh, agencies and SEO technicians have. And when we've applied them over the last five years, they we see positive results. So, yeah, long long answer to your short question. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and, uh, to wind up here, I'm also curious to know about uh, paid, uh, paid uh, Google marketing because uh, we've covered a lot of um, organic. Uh, you know, we've covered things like good content, bringing out a niche, uh, uh, having uh, good links, um, etc. So, uh, in terms of uh, paid uh, Google AdWords, uh, if people wanted to get into that, um, any uh, best strategies there for Google AdWords and paid uh, traffic back to your site from Google? Yeah. Um a few things Google AdWords for us means um, the search ads the display ads that you'll see on like daddyblogger.com they will it will also mean remarketing so advertising to people that have been to your site it means like the shopping carousel you see now if you type in barbecue you'll see barbecues as images so AdWords um, for us as an agency has a lot of different platforms um, that we use for clients but if you're starting out, a good place to start would be uh, Google AdWords Express, particularly if you're trying to do it, like wanting to do it on your own. Google AdWords Express is a is a an, a slimmed down version of AdWords, 
and that focuses specifically on the text ads that you see if somebody was typing in something um, like places to stay in Colombia, you could get a text ad up there. Um, with AdWords, you want to be careful of um, your keyword selection. Presentation is particularly if you're starting with a small budget, is to be very specific with the keywords you want your ad to show for. So, um, so if I was a hotelier in Colombia, I'd want hotels in Colombia as an exact match keyword. Um, if you left it as broad match, your ad might show for B&Bs in Colombia or guest houses or um, boat trips in Colombia and so on. So that gets overlooked a lot where you end up wasting um, a lot of money on, on keywords that aren't going to drive you. I'd be really careful to um, build my list of keywords, make sure they're exact match uh, keywords and, and just test it. You know, you can test AdWords for five, ten dollars a day. Um, but just keep an eye on the search terms that people are using to find your ads. Awesome, Christian. And by the way, um, you know, for the people listening, uh, Christian actually has a wonderful T-shirt on called uh, Google Partners. Uh, so what does it mean to be a Google Partner? And uh, why, uh, why should people hire someone who has the, that kind of T-shirt on? Um, so we, in the, well, globally, uh, Google has an accreditation system, which is actually for our industry, like digital marketing agencies, is, is one of a few actual accreditations an agency can go through. Um, so there's two levels. There's Google Partner, which is uh, an agency has to show that it manages um, at least, I think it's at least $10,000 US dollars every three months in ad spend and has two qualified staff on hand. Um, but we've actually, in the last year and a half, we've actually jumped to the premier Google Partner um, status, which is the top one, which means we, basically means that we manage uh, a lot more advertising budget. Which, so we have more experience and we have a lot more qualified people in-house um, that can help our clients with like the shopping campaigns or mobile or YouTube advertising or, or like the more broader um, AdWords platforms. Um, and it's great because as a premier Google partner agency, we also are, are given dedicated key staff within Google to support our team. So we have, we, we were able to almost like add a, 20% number of staff just um, by incorporating, incorporating the Google team. Awesome. Um, so Christian, uh, to wrap up here, if people wanted to maybe hire someone like you um, because they just don't know how to do themselves or they might not know or they might just not want to because sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming to learn it all. I mean, we've just covered, you know, 20, 30 minutes here, but obviously there's years and years of experience in your part. Uh, five years of the, the agency and uh, obviously years beyond of just doing it yourself. Um, how can they hire you? How can they reach out to you? What kind of services do you offer, Christian? Yeah, so we, um, we, we work with, so we don't work with everyone, um, but what we do do is we definitely speak with everyone. And from our initial, like from an initial 15 minute call, we were able to say, one of two things, yes, you're a good fit for us and we can we can definitely help you. And if we don't think we can help you for whatever reasons, then we have um, a number of solutions where we can point uh, that person in the right direction, whether that's uh, training, whether it's a single individual consultant, whether it's just advice and guidance. 
Um, so we, um, the easiest way is just to reach out through the website or through our Facebook page. And um, like, we like to help everyone. We don't work, but we don't end up working with everyone. So it's, uh, yeah, uh, through the, yeah. the website, probably the easiest. And, and again, like just mentioned, the website has that tool. Like if you scroll down about two thirds of the way down, you can get a free website report. And as well, like if you're pretty savvy with, uh, updating your own website there's there's some key items there that you that you'll find that will be easy to implement so uh what is your website and what are the social media handles for people to uh you know reach out to you and get more info uh the website is marwickmarketing.com and that's m-a-r-w-i-c-k marketing.com um, and from the website, you'll find the social media handles because they're they're all a little bit different <laughs> to to list them off. Maybe we'll add the links in the bottom or something. Yeah, I'll have the links below. If people are watching uh, on YouTube, they'll be right in the YouTube description. If you're listening on iTunes, they'll be right in the show notes. Uh, so in closing, what is Marwick? A lot of people might be wondering. This Christian Thompson guy. Uh, what's the connection with Marwick? Okay, so Marwick is a. Um, is a surf break in the Orkney Islands, which is, if you're not familiar where the Orkney Islands are, it's if you go, to, if you go to the UK and you drive as far north as you can get through Scotland, through the Highlands, and you get to the very end, you then get on a ferry and go an hour and a half further north, and you'll come to a, about fifty, a group of fifty, fifty-four islands. Islands is a, a really, really good surf spot called Marwick. And there's nothing around it. It's a perfect right-hand point break with a little 500-year-old uh, castle on the headland with no people around. And the reason is so we used to, we surfed there uh, quite a few times in the past in the free, like freezing cold. And the reason why we decided, or I decided to call Marwick, Marwick was because um, a lot of time in order to get perfection um, away from the crowds, you you really have to go that extra mile. And that was very much the case in, for the surf spot. And so that's why we call Marwick, Marwick. There you go. You, hear, you heard the story here first. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. thanks again for your time over there, Marwick, uh, uh, Christian. Um, it was great to talk to you again, uh, you know, uh, uh, to catch up and also to hear yeah. all the insights into searching and optimization, Google AdWords and more. I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers uh, might have more questions. So. Uh, I'll ask them to either uh, leave a comment below or reach out to uh, marwickmarketing.com. And Christian is definitely the guru. Uh, he'll be happy to help you out. Thanks again, Christian. Cool. Nice to catch up, Ricky. Enjoy, enjoy Columbia. Thank you. Thank you. We will definitely enjoy Columbia. And uh, by the way, uh, you've heard it here first. Christian actually has a new book coming out all about <laughs> social optimization. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that one. And, uh, you know, make sure you reach out to him. I know him personally for several years now, for at least four or five years, we've known each other. And I worked with him in several capacities. Definitely a great guy. He knows the stuff and he's very ready, willing, and able to help out. So reach out to Christian with any of your questions. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we interview people about how they make money while traveling the world. And in this episode, we'll be focusing on the truth about search engine optimization. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.